Yes, guys. Hello. Welcome back to the Special Aid YouTube channel and podcast. We hope you're very well and keeping safe out there. Um, we're we're going to be reviewing the Southampton game tonight. Um, as we know, we've got two upcoming Premier League fixtures, both at home, um, coming up this week. So, um, yeah, busy times ahead for the Spurs boys. Um, but without further ado, we've got Andre, as always, alongside. Andre, how you doing, mate? I'm doing great as usual. How are you? Yeah, all good, all good. Um, just looking forward to the game tomorrow night and obviously um, straight in it to Southampton and uh, on Wolves uh, we go Sunday. So uh, both at home, both tough games in their own sense. But today obviously we'll be focusing mainly on the game tomorrow and uh, the main head-to-heads and the main player breakdowns and the ones to watch. Um, right, so... Yeah, we got we got a couple in here already. You got Ian Army, as always, absolute Spurs-related legend, always in here, mate. Hope you're doing well, and um, yeah, I hope you're looking forward to the game tomorrow as well. Andre, what are your thoughts, initial thoughts on tomorrow? Do you think we should be a bit more worried than we think about Southampton, or do you think it should be a, a sort of stroll in the park? Well, I don't. I wouldn't be too worried based on how they've been doing, but there are some key players that we need to keep an eye out. Hmm. Yeah, we're going to re- exactly review them in depth and uh, see exactly who who uh, need, we need to keep an eye on, really. Um, because Southampton, I believe, Andre are 12th in the Premier League. Uh, but they have they have a, an average amount of points, but at the same time, perhaps aren't quite as strong as they have been in previous seasons. Um, Bobby Kay's in here. Big yourself up, mate. He says, how are you, lads? Comedy Spurs. I oh, one more good. Andre, you're good as well, aren't you? Um, and, and of course, we're going to um, get into things. Uh, realistically, I think we all get six points this week. Uh, the home advantage also helps. I think Kane will manage to bag a few. Yeah, yeah, get him in your fantasy team if you haven't already. Um, but I personally went for Son uh, in my fantasy team. And uh, yeah, I just think Son's going to be back far in. This is the kind of game he loves scoring in. Um, and as we've already seen him against Brighton, he looks very dangerous first back, uh, match back after injury. So, yeah, I expect Hungmin Son to be right back up to speed and uh, banging them in this week. What do you think, Andre? Yeah, 100%. Both of them. The links back. Harry Kane seems very happy. There's that news that came out recently, right, of uh, Harry Kane. He he looks to have completely changed his whole outlook on this Tottenham thing since June. What are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. And it comes to our first talking point very nicely indeed, Andre. Obviously, Harry Kane... Um, Coming out with that news today, not not himself, but Fabrizio Romano himself understands that Harry Kane is much happier at Spurs than he was this time, sort of in June uh, last year, uh, when there was that link uh, for him to move to Manchester City. Andre, talk us a little bit through um, the Harry Kane situation today and the news that broke. Well, the main talking point is the fact that he's just really happy with Antonio Conte, what he's doing to this team, the kind of mentality that's being brought in. I feel like he's sort of he, he's feeling that Tottenham is putting a lot of pressure into making sure that well, they're moving forward. They, they want to step forward and the players that they brought, they seem to have impacted pretty well. Main, mainly Benton Kerr, but we'll see what happens with uh, Kulu. You never know how how he's going to do. I know some people were a little hesitant because he was slowing down the play, but I think Conte might have told him what to do, and he was just you know setting up the goals more so than anything. But uh, yeah, he seems happy. No contract negotiations at the moment, but they do want him to stay. And of course, you know he's a he's a Tottenham legend. I don't think 
I don't think it's in their interests to have him go at any time. And uh, if he could win a trophy with us, that would just be that that would be the icing on the cake. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely spot on. And um, exactly that, I think his mindset really has changed, especially since Conte came in, like he said, Andre. And um, maybe when he saw that Nuno was walking through that door and potentially here for at least a season, obviously we know that those things uh, went completely wrong and uh, for the better, really. Um, obviously, Nuno only lasting three months in total is just unbelievable changes at Spurs, even at the start of the season. And that changed to Conte, world-class manager, proven winner, uh, with a real project, and uh, we've already seen the intent in January on the window. I think it's time for Kane to really knuckle down, and you know he's gonna he's gonna beat that record, isn't he? He's gonna beat that Jimmy Greaves record and be the all-time Tottenham Hotspur goal-scoring, um, you know, uh, record. It, it, it's gonna happen. It's just a matter of time. Um, so yeah, exactly that. Let's let's just see what happens on that behalf. Um, some news has come out now. Now I don't want to quote this as uh, completely being one hundred percent. Sorry to go off topic, but. Apparently, Gareth Bale will rejoin Tottenham for the third time once his Real Madrid uh, deal expires and it'll be his last contract as a pro player. Now, take that with a pinch of salt. Um, that's just some rumours going around on Twitter right now. A lot of people getting very excited about it um, and, and not the best source, um, but certainly interesting. Certainly interesting indeed. Um, that would be crazy if you yeah, can. Yeah, I mean, third time, third time maybe Spurs fans will actually get to be able to see him this time. Obviously, with it all being behind closed doors last season was a massive shame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll be able to give him a send-off he really did deserve. But hey, let's see. Um, but without going back uh, going back onto the Kane topic, uh, 100%, I think the man's back in form. He's starting to bag the goals again. He's starting to really look like he's enjoying his, his game again. I mean, the passion when he scored against Liverpool a couple of months ago, just absolutely unbelievable. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely one to consider. Um, Bobby's saying Kulu will only get better. Um, he just needs time to adjust to the pace of the league. Uh, I can see him doing well. Did a great job of finding space and opening pockets. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, potentially looked a bit sluggish, but also potentially not 100% match fit and also He's got to adjust to the speed of the league, exactly what you put there. So, yeah, I, I think we could find, have found a gem. I see him being as more of a second striker, don't you, Andre? It could be. Um, I'm not seeing it, but, you know, let's see what happens. I'm sure Conte, if he, uh, maybe he'll watch this and be like, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Bobby says, Football365 posted that article regarding Bale today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not Certainly not a tier one source there, but, I mean, let's, let's keep an eye on that in the coming days. And, obviously... To keep up to date with any any proper news in terms of tier one sources, obviously make sure you're following Spurs Related on all socials on that behalf. Uh, I'm sure Andre will be right amongst the news on that one. But let's get into the Southampton players, Andre, if you, if you don't mind. And uh, let's see who we're really going to be facing. We've picked out uh, a few key faces that potentially we need to watch out for on, uh, on Wednesday night at the Tottenham Stadium. And, um, you know, Southampton aren't light of a player or two, are they, Andre? Yeah, they, they have some good ones in there. Some are loans, some are just players that are growing in, into their team and becoming real star players. Absolutely. Now, talk us through this, man. we got on screen, for uh, those this... that may not know uh, know his name or much about him, Andre, please take it away. Yeah, this is Valentino Livermento, or some people just call him Tino Livermento. He's 19 uh, years you old. Gotta be, you got to be on a first-name basis to call him Tino, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, 19, <laughs> 19 years old, right back. Uh, he was bought from Chelsea this season. Um, he's recently back from a knee injury. He played in the FA Cup. And, 
you know, his stats don't lie. They're pretty good. You know, he's got played 20 matches. He's got 79% pass accuracy, 74% tackle success. He's got a goal and an assist to his name. So he's he's definitely a player that's uh, willing to get into that box if he needs to. Hmm. Absolutely. Um, talk, talk, talk us through sort of um, how we expect him to be facing up against our players. What will be the matchup in, set, in terms of... Um, Livermento against the main Spurs players. Who, who who do we think this guy will be battling out throughout the game? Well, I'm sure he uh, Regulon's going to have some work to do there. Um, and crazy enough, he actually uh, Livermento was such a start starting point for Southampton that he's actually sort of made that position his own and made another player shift over to the other side. Mm. And we'll get wow. into him in a second, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. In interesting stuff. And uh, yeah, like you said, Regalon potentially could have a busy game against this guy. He, he, he's he certainly had an amazing season uh, last season and started the season well this season, I believe. Uh, potentially gone off the board a little bit recently. Uh, for, for, for myself, uh, I can't say I watched Southampton week in, week out, you know, analysing them in depth. But I know certainly that um, the Southampton fans do like this guy, Liveramento. He's, he's a decent little player and... Uh, one certainly I've seen even some of the top, uh, more top clubs uh, linked with for sure. So, Andre, what are your thoughts? Do you think uh, we should be able to keep this guy sort of quiet from having too much of an influence on the game? Or do you think we need to be worrying about certain other players, which we will be obviously be talking about in just a minute? Uh, well, I think the way that Regulon played and kept Lamptey quiet, I don't think he might be too much of a problem, but you never know. Yeah, exactly. On the day. Exactly. Bobby says, I hope, I'm hopeful for uh, the three points tomorrow, playing at home and with the team looking like they're fine in form, we should be able to take this one. Yeah, spot on. Echo your thoughts. You know, um, Southampton, like we said, you know, they're not the most dangerous team in the, in the league, but they're certainly not the least dangerous team. I mean, um, there's plenty of teams that uh, would uh, cause us less problems than Southampton. So it's certainly one we shouldn't go in thinking we're going to absolutely thrash them. And also Southampton have been a bit of a bogey team for us in recent years. We, we can analyse the results and stats in a little bit. But um, for me, I know that Southampton obviously caused us a few hiccups uh, when we visited them in December uh, with the two VAR controversies and we ended up drawing the game one all. So definitely don't tr count, your, uh, count your chickens that we're going to win this one, don't you think, Andre? Yeah, it's true. Never never go in just assuming. You always got to be careful and give it the attention it deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bobby says, Carl Walker-Peters and James Ward-Prowse are in form. Have to watch them. Isn't it incredible how we how we write in initials and we still have exactly know, uh, know exactly who they're talking about? It's incredible. KWP and JWP. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, especially Carl Walker-Peters is on form. And like you were saying in a podcast yesterday, Andre, on Tottenham on tour, James Ward-Prowse, do not give this guy a free kick. He's an absolute menace. And I know we're going to get into James Ward-Prowse because I know you actually, you're a massive fan of him, aren't you, Andre? So, yeah, yep. he's certainly in the in the slides to come. I, I can see that. Um, Kane's in there. Big yourself up, Kane. Or should I say Nick, as we're on first-hand basis now? Do you know what I mean? Uh, don't make uh, Romero uh, angry. Uh, Southampton won't like him when he's angry. He'll smash exactly that. Romero, the Rolls-Royce is back. Absolutely spot on. Uh, and Army saying, hope the players have been doing some set piece training today. Yeah, absolutely. Our set pieces have been shocking. I'm so glad we got Gio Lafrodo out of the squad because that guy can't clear the first man. So that's absolutely positive stuff for us. I mean, I think I'd rather a fan uh, out of the crowd took a, uh, a corner than that guy. He does my absolute head in. He can never clear the first man. He's just absolutely shocking. And, uh, you know, Villarreal enjoy those uh, enjoy those corners that can't even get into the box. They're incredible. Um 
KWP, JWP, EZ, PZ, easy peasy, got you. Look, see, even that, like, how our brains work is incredible. But without going off topic, um, our next player is one we are very familiar with at Spurs. Um, Andre, take it away. It's this man, obviously, Carl Walker-Peters. Talk to us about Talk to us about him and how he's having such a, a great season for Southampton, especially recently, um, even scoring against Manchester City uh, the other day, right? So, um, and mm-hmm. he scored the winner in the Cup at the weekend mm-hmm. in extra time. So, this guy's on fire, not just for defensive reasons, actually offensively. Some people are saying he would get in our starting eleven now. But yeah, Andre, take it away, man. Well, you know, former Tottenham man. Everyone's familiar with him. Some people weren't very happy when he was gone. I think a loan might have been better first to give him an opportunity to sort of revamp himself and come back and prove that he can do something. But based on what was happening in the club right when that was going on, I'm you know it, it's just unfortunate that we let him go. Uh, he actually has been playing mainly in the left side. Uh, okay. This was the player I was talking about that got switched over ever since uh, Livramento came in. But he's been amazing for them. Uh, 19 games, two goals, three assists, 82% pass accuracy, 84% tackle success. The guy is honestly very, very good. And I think if Emerson plays, he's going to have some trouble. Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting stuff. Um I would. Would you not say that it will probably be him against Regalon being a right wing back against obviously the Spurs left wing back, or do you think that Emerson will sort of be switching sides? Maybe they'll they'll come across each other in that game. Well, I mean, if if um, if Kyle Walker Peters is going to be playing on the left side, wouldn't he be uh, wouldn't he be going against Emerson? Uh, are you saying that Kyle Walker Peters is playing left wing back more recently? Yeah, because. Uh... With Livermento coming in and Livermento playing on the right side, Kyle Walker Peters been playing right. On the left. Right, I, I understand what you're saying with that link now. So, so you're saying that Livermento actually forced Kyle Walker Peters over to the uh, maybe potentially unfavored side, and uh, and now Kyle Walker Peters is playing on the left. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, stuff you know what? Match. He's made it. He's made it his own. He's made it his own, and he's playing very well. And That's definitely the goals. The goals he scored. You know, they they were important ones. The Man City one especially. Wow! 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 Um, I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually just looking at the lineup now. So, um, Carl Walker-Peters ended up coming on, f- on in that game. He was actually on the, um, bench in the FA Cup mm-hmm. and he came on, um, for T Small, who was playing left wing back. Yeah, you're spot on. You're absolutely spot on. So this guy really can play on both flanks. Incredible stuff. And, uh, was it three goals, two assists or two goals, three assists in 19 games? Two goals, three assists in 19 games. So that's five goal contributions in 19 matches. That's quite incredible. Is that including the FA Cup as well? Yes. Wow, still still incredible stuff, really. That's a that's a goal contribution every three and a half games. That's that's incredible for a, a wing-back. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, got some more comments coming in here. Um, came the long shot. I've asked before, but do you guys think... Our youth system, uh, our youth look good when they leave us is in, uh, indicative uh, of a failure in our system. Carl Walker-Peters is killing it. Cameron Carter-Vickers is one of the Celtics' best. And uh, Madaweke uh, in the Netherlands. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? I was talking to someone about this the other day. Actually, Spurs' youth system is really failing at the moment. If you look at our 23s I think we lost 4-1 to Crystal Palace the other day. And you look at that team and you think, well... Dylan Markenday was in that team at one point and, and was absolutely killing it. 
Um, we had Harvey White in the, in the team killing it. Obviously, Dane Scarlett sometimes plays in the under-23s. And you think to yourself, they end up taking these players out and therefore our, our youth system struggles because we're sort of either not utilising these players or using them in the first team and we end up getting rid of them. Like like you said, Carl Walker-Peters, absolutely Southampton's probably Southampton's best player so far this year. And, and guess what position's up for debate as Spurs? Right wing back. We're trying to get a right wing back. We were linked with Adama Traore, an absolute well, absolutely not a right wing back, a right winger. So, yeah, absolutely, uh, Nick. I completely agree with you. I think I think something's got to be looked at in this system. And Andre, what are your thoughts on um, the Tottenham's youth system? Because for me, at the moment, it's really not performing how it should be. Yeah, I'm not really seeing too too many players making their way into the first team and getting used. Um, we didn't. We have a player. Was it um, not Harvey White? Um, Sir Sirkin. Um, didn't he leave? Dennis Sirkin. Yeah. Yeah, he left. He he just didn't see a future with us, even though we're a Premier League team. He he thought it would be better if he would go to a lower league team, get noticed, and then get picked up by someone else. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Bobby K says, 100% Andre Gray uh, should have loaned him out and not sold him. Absolutely. Uh, why is it these guys seem to kill it all over the world, but when we play for them, uh, we play them, they just seem average at best. It's just unbelievable. And this, this goes down to... It's not just a problem in the youth academy. It's a problem all the way through the, the core of Spurs um, itself. The fact that we can't integrate them into the first team, it's definitely a concern. It's something that needs to be looked at. I don't know whether we'll get maybe a new scouting director in or, or um, sort of uh, someone to replace Steve Hitchin. But, you know, at the end of the day, Paratici can sign all these class players and players that will go straight into the first team. But actually, they need to look further down and sort out this youth system for the players that are coming through the ranks. I mean... We weren't even giving these players a chance in the Europa Conference League. Like, Mark and Day came on once against Vitesse uh, away, and we ended up losing the game. What kind of experience is that for him? 20 minutes coming in 1-0 down, expecting to change the game. We need these players to come on when we're, like, 4-0 up. I mean, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. I know some of the players came on against Mura when we were smashing them at home, but, I mean, even still, a lot of them didn't get a chance. And you're thinking, well... What a waste of time. Like it needs to it needs to happen earlier. It needs to happen earlier. Um we lose top talent, we sell players who turn up uh, to be top talent and we find ourselves wanting. Look what Chelsea do with their youth system and copy that. Do you know what? Uh, partly I don't agree with that Chelsea system. They're like yeah, it works for them. They end up selling like um, sending like 15 to 20 players on loan every season. But also, you can't argue with it. Like, look how much um, Timori's flourishing at AC Milan. Look how much Conor Gallagher's flourishing at Crystal Palace. Just two examples of absolutely class players that are playing really, really well this season. And it has to be looked at, you know, doesn't it? Yeah, well, there, there is a player that there is a key player that we're going to look at that is actually on loan from Chelsea at Southampton. That so you know, I think uh, Nick has a point here. We we need to be loaning out players, but to to better clubs too, like. Uh, Car Cameron Carter-Vickers is an example of a player that was loaned out every season, only given chances in the preseason, and then that was it. And yeah, you know, he's killing it at Celtic, but it, you know, it, it, it's Celtic. You know, it's a different, like, no disrespect to that that club or that league, but you know, when you com when you compare that to the Premier League, it's a different story. But yeah. there definitely are players like Kyle Walker-Peters, where I honestly just thought that he just needed more more game time to get better at the, uh, at at the whole thing he was young he the only few chances he had uh there was one in the champions league that was super demoralizing for him it was very unfair to put him in that position mm. yeah yeah which game are you talking about in the champions barcelona, league barcelona one yeah yeah absolutely 
Yeah. I remember he looked so upset when he got subbed off. I'm like, that is so not fair for him. Was that the one at Wembley when we lost? Uh, no, that was the one where we had to uh, tie. We had to at least tie to match Inter Milan's. Uh, oh, score. Lucas so ended up scoring, right? Yeah, and the pressure was on. It was even even I was sweating watching that game. I can't imagine yeah, him that's... playing the game. Yeah, um, and before I forget, that reminds me of, of that kind of era. Massive, massive, happy retirement in one season to the go Moussa Dembele, who apparently. Uh, well, not apparently he did announce uh, this morning that he was retiring. Um, some thought he was retiring straight away, but actually he ended up um, he's saying that he was going to uh, see out his contract. He's got one year left and then he's going to be uh, hanging up his boots for uh, the rest of his career. And uh, wow, yeah, what a player, an incredible player. I saw a lot of, saw a lot of montages of him today and uh wow that guy was an absolute baller such an underrated player in the premier league overall but absolutely rated by spurs fans that watched him and uh yeah i mean what an absolute baller to see him with my own eyes live quite a few times was absolutely incredible um and and, and andre I, i'm sure you're thinking the same like what an absolute player the midfield hasn't really been the same since he left yeah, good point. We still haven't replaced him, have we? I mean, the, the closest thing to replacing him is probably Bentenko, who's only just coming in for, like, what, three years later? I mean, it, it's incredible. But, um, yeah, that guy was an absolute baller, one of my favourites for sure. And, um, yeah, he sadly missed from the game. Obviously, uh, he went to China, didn't quite, you know... Yeah, I mean, you know, know, I respect him for going to China and trying something new, but at the same time, I still think he had time left in the Premier League. I really do. I mean, the guy was just even a tankster in 2019, so... You know, he's probably still getting our midfield now. Um, Mark and Day and Turkin refused to sign contracts because they couldn't see a future with us. Exactly what Andre was saying. It's just shameful. It's just absolutely shameful. Um, three years later, we still haven't been able to replace him. Was underrated and we realised uh, his importance after we let him go. Uh, yeah, exactly. Successor. Uh, Dem- Dembele is irreplaceable. <laughs> it's so true. So true. But I thought I'd get that in there. I, I should have probably put it in the title, actually, saying, uh, you know, uh, happy retirement, Dembele, because uh, I know everyone was talking about that today. And uh, maybe we'll do another episode separate on that, Andre, But um, because what a player he was. He was, maybe we talk about some of his best moments in the Spurs uh, shirt. Maybe if you guys want to see that, let us know, put it in the comments. But before I do move on to the next player, guys, we have got that community section now on YouTube where you can find out when we go live, uh, we'll be updating that regularly and keeping in contact with you guys, maybe asking some questions. So if you go on our channel and go to the community section, you might even see it on your YouTube home tab on your phone. Uh, you'll see that we can post there now, which is absolutely fantastic. And um, yeah, very excited to, uh, you know, be able to communicate with you guys a lot more easily. So um, yeah, Andre, uh, you looking forward to being able to uh, talk to the guys on those comments a little bit more and, uh, you know, get to know our community a little bit further? 100%. I want to hear everyone's comments. Maybe we'll put some polls up, you know, yeah, when there's yeah, crazy polls. stuff going on. Polls, great idea. Great idea. See what you guys want to see in terms of the content because at the end of the day, you know, we do this guy we do this content for you guys and uh yeah, it's it's exciting that we've got that feature now. But obviously, uh not only that, but make sure you're following us on social media because that's also when we announce when we're going to go live, whether it's Twitter, Instagram or Facebook, just make sure you you're following at least one of them and uh, you'll stay right up to date. But Andre, let's go on to the next player. I can see him in my little tab at the bottom here. This guy is the player that you absolutely love and you even won him at Spurs, I've recalled you saying before. So uh, take it away about this man. Well, he needs no introduction. James Ward-Prowse, the 27-year-old midfielder, absolute 
classy player, free kick specialist. At the moment, actually, he has the second most free kicks in the EPL at 12. Wow. Uh, behind Beckham at 18. Wow. So, you know, that's saying a lot. And that, that last free kick he did, 35 yards away. So we got to watch out for this guy. We can't be fouling him, not even close to the box. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's unreal. And the fact that he's English as well with the homegrown player sort of rule. Surely, surely it's worth looking at this guy. I mean, we haven't been able to take free kicks since Gareth Bale left. Yeah, but, uh, we, need him. we don't have a we don't have a free kick guy, and he can take corners as well. I mean, yeah. he's worth it alone for the homegrown talent, the corners, and the free kicks, and the fact he's in the mid midfield maestro and really holds together that Southampton midfield. I'm surprised we haven't even looked at him. But you know, the summer's around the corner. Maybe we will. Um, yeah. How old is he? 20, 27 years old. He's twenty seven. So. Um, you know, definitely wow. the fact that, you know, he's right in his prime. It makes sense. Um, I think we were looking at him last summer for a little bit, if I stand corrected here. Um, yep, yeah, 100%. We should buy him. In 24 games, he has the most goal contributions in in, uh, in his club. Uh, six goals and five assists. Mm. Um, he's got an 86% pass accuracy, 47 tackle success. But, I mean, he's, he's more of a forward-going midfielder than anything else. But that free kick... That free kick specialty that we need, that Tottenham needs, he can bring it to us. So I say we get him. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Yeah. Um, wow, that stat about only player behind Beckham in free kicks in the Premier League history is incredible. That I mean, Beckham is literally the greatest of free kicks, in my opinion, and like ever, for, especially because obviously growing up, like him being an absolute England legend for me, I, I absolutely love Beckham. And the fact he's even near him is, it says a lot. I mean, he might even overtake him. Who knows how many is he weighs? Six. Wow. Six. And uh, his 2021 stats. Uh, did you read out 24 games, six goals, five assists. So, so a goal contribution, every other game for a midfield is incredible stuff. And uh, 86% pass accuracy and 47% tackle success. It's especially the pass accuracy. There's some incredible stats, really. Um, Kane saying, hey, now Jar Jar Winks is one of our own free kick specialists to put Beckham to shame. Jar Jar Winks has really stuck with you, hasn't it, my friend? <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. And um, apparently we inquired and we were told 50 million. What do you think this guy's worth, guys? Put your, put your comments in. How much would you pay for James Ward-Prowse? Andre, I'm coming to you for the first answer to this question. I mean, I'm not surprised that they want to put a, a 50 million price tag on him. He's like one of their best players, mm. you know, before. And we already we already uh, went in and took one of their other best players, which was Hoiberg. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they, they felt a bit. Um, I feel like they're not happy that they sold Hoiberg to us. I don't know what it was, but um, I feel like there was something there. We got him way too cheap. I don't know what happened. I think he must have. I don't know. It was weird. He was their captain. Now, uh, James Ward-Prowse is their captain, so yeah. <laughs> we can't surely take both of their captains. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. But, you know, um, let's see what the guys think in the chat. 28 to 35 million, I'm saying. 50 mil makes sense. He just signed a new contract. Prem proven, English proven, uh, English premium as well. Yeah, 50 million. Wow. Personally, I don't think I'd pay more than 40 million for this guy. But then again, do you know what? You think to fact yourself... Back in what 2016 17, Kyle Walker went for um, 50 million pounds. That 50 million pounds was laughed at at the time. Everyone was like, Tottenham got a great deal. Actually, if you look at it now, <laughs> Man City got a great buy. 50 million for one of the best right backs in the league. Certainly one of the best fullbacks at the time, if not the best right back. Um, 
just incredible, really. Absolutely incredible. And, um, yeah, it, it's certainly going to be a look ahead to the uh, summer by looking at how he plays against us on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, well, the other thing for some, I guess, depending on how the squad is built, I'm pretty sure you having an English player takes up a, doesn't take up an international spot. So that's another reason why they would probably be able to ask for a bigger price. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. Um, James Ward Prowse, incredible stats with an average team team would be an excellent addition to us. Exactly. If he can produce those stats to Southampton, I want to see what he can do at Spurs. Uh, Sidan said, would much rather get uh, Kessie in uh, for that much. Yes, Zidane, you've got a good point. Um, I'm thinking Kessie's yeah, is going to go to maybe a Juventus or Barcelona on a pre-contract, but let's see. Um, but yeah, certainly Kessie would be an unbelievable signing. I really want that guy, but I don't know if we've missed the boat for him. Um, we can certainly do a summer transfer preview uh, show. We did one previously, didn't we, Andre? But maybe we do another one linking to all potential uh, incomings in the summer. So again, like I said, guys, if you want that kind of content, make sure you let us know either in the comments down here or in that community section. As we said, we're going to be doing a little um, poll to see what kind of videos you guys want coming up uh, on that community section. Um, Bobby K says, with Levy at the helm, we won't spend 50 on a 27-year-old. Can't see it happening. Yeah, exactly that. I can't see us spending more than 40, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, he says spend big or go home. I think that's how the summer's going to work. And I think you're spot on. I mean, it's, it's kind of now or never for the Conte era in the summer. If we're going to back this man, it's the summer. So, yeah, I, I think it's it's just a must, really. It's just a must. And, um, you know, let's let's see. Let's see what happens in the summer. I'm excited for it. Um, but hopefully we get top four before that and can attract the uh, sort of players in. Moving straight on to the next player. Um, this guy has been, uh, he certainly started the season very well, didn't he, Andre? I'm going to let you take away with all the lovely stats, but this is Armando Broja. I hope I've pronounced that right. But uh, this guy's been scoring a fair few goals, actually, this season. Um, like I said, especially at the start of the year, uh, he's on loan from Chelsea. But uh, Andre's going to dig into the real stats for you guys. Yeah, so he's only 20 years old. He plays center forward striker. Um yeah, 22 games, seven goals, one assist. But his uh, passing and tackling isn't very good. 59% pass, 55% tackle success. Surely so, expected. Surely expected from a yeah, forward, though, right? Yeah, he's, he's learning, you know. But but this was the player I was talking about that Chelsea has loaned out. Mm. And, uh, he's you know, he's, he's also someone to keep an eye out for. Um, he'll sneak in a goal in there. You know, he's got, he's got the Chelsea in him. We don't want no Chelsea players scoring on us. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And he's saying about um, James Ward-Prowse, better options out there for the money. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's that English premium that's probably going to set you, set you back a few more million than than if you're paying for a player that's not uh, English, for sure. Um, that's obviously a consideration to make. But, I mean, Andy, if this guy can produce Spurs some, some incredible free kicks, some incredible set pieces and assists, I mean... One assist or goal every two games is incredible for a central midfield player. I know also he takes their penalties as well. So, um, you know, if Kane's not there, you know, it's another option for them. So, do you know what, Andy? I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I certainly think there is uh, better options than him. But, I mean, realistically, are we going to get Kessier in the summer? I'm not so sure. Maybe we have to turn our attention to other players. But it's definitely a good talking point, my friend. And I hope you're doing well. Um Bobby K says, Kessier apparently said he doesn't want to play in uh, England and has agreed pre-contract for Barcelona. Exactly, exactly that. So, um, yeah, I think we might have missed the boat on this one. And uh, also, Kessier just doesn't want to come to England, which is, you know, that's up to him at the end of the day. If he doesn't want to come to the best league in the world, um, you know, you can go and play in Barcelona where uh, it's like playing with dinosaurs. It's sort of the ancient league, um, you know, 
the play the league sort of the boats passed with that one. It used to be a class league and they lost all their, you know, sort of uh, marquee players, you know. <laughs> La Liga hasn't been the same since Messi and Ronaldo left. That's an absolute fact. You know, not, not as many people in the world watch it. Not as many people watch the old Classico. Not as many people even fill that New Camp Stadium. So, um, you know, all the best to him. Not being sour at all. Oh, yeah, he says... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, we have to use Conte's attractiveness before he leaves like Inter. They are managing fine now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, would rather get Nkunku for 60 mil. Wow. Wow, that's a lot of money. But Nkunku, wow. certainly a good player. Scored a hat-trick at the Etihad in a 6-3 loss in the Champions League earlier this season. Was was interesting. Uh, getting off the subject, guys, I hope that Kurt Zuma gets a good kick in tonight. Yeah, exactly. That's absolutely disgusting. Um, not from you, but from, from Zuma. You're spot on, Derek. I mean... The video I woke up to this morning of him kicking a cat is just... I don't know if you've seen it, Andre. It's just absolutely disgusting. Have you seen this? No. So basically, what? Kurt Zuma, it got leaked by one of the papers. There was a video he'd done on like Snapchat with his friend. And it's from a couple of years ago. And he's literally kicking a cat around the kitchen. Like drop kicking a cat. It's what? absolutely just... Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Like, it, something. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's actually unbelievable, like how sick people are to be able to do this kind of thing. And um, certainly, um, you know, absolutely. Hopefully, you know, Zuma gets the karma tonight. It's it's absolutely horrendous. Yeah, he's um, searching for Zuma, and the first thing that pops up is cat. <laughs> it's uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. Delhi dreads are gone. Oh wow, Delhi's dreads are gone. Hope you're doing well, SOF. Big yourself up, mate. Always in here. Uh, the... Yeah, he's just seen it. There you go. What's he doing? It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, Zuma is a fool. Good thing we didn't buy him. Yeah, absolute scum. Uh, to be fair, some players simply don't like physicality of the Premier League. It's um, it's way, it's way, it's a way to get injured, right? Um, <laughs> F Zuma and F West Ham for starting him. Hope he gets an ass kicking. Yeah, he's starting as well. Unbelievable. I want to see Romero two foot in. That would be lovely. There, yeah, let's replay that one to the sun. Absolutely. Um, but obviously, moving on from Brozier now, I believe this is our last player we've got on the slide. And of course, it's their absolute tanking goal. The guy that's actually 33 years old, but feels like he's been around for about 30 years himself. It's uh, Fraser Forster. Do you want to take the stats away from this absolute English? Well, he's an absolute titan, to be honest with you. He's played for England and uh, been capped by England several times. And this guy's a decent player. Talk, talk to us about him, Andre. Yeah, so, I mean, when you think Southampton goalkeeper, you think McCarthy, but the guy's been injured for a little while. We don't know when he's coming back, so Forster's been taking over for now. Uh, but his stats have been pretty good. He's got he's played nine games, and he has five wins. He's had five wins, two draws, one clean sheet. But, you know, the fact that more than half of the games he's played, he's won. That's a good thing. 13 cool. goals conceded, though. But, uh, you know, there's there have been worse stats than that. Uh, I would say, as as you've said, James, you know he he does have the experience in there, so definitely something to keep an eye out for him. We'll see how he we'll we'll see how he does against uh, Tottenham. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, like you said, nine games, five wins. I mean, it can't be too bad with one clean sheet involved as well. Maybe you'd argue that the clean sheet's a bit of a concern, but actually, at the end of the day, you know this guy's got not the best defense in front of him, really, has he, Andre? And um. You know, it seems like every game that Southampton play, they do concede a goal. Even conceding in the FA Cup this weekend against Coventry, obviously Coventry being a championship team, not obviously the best standard. Um, and if you actually look at their games against Tottenham, and this is something I wanted to review, um, 
Oh, oh, sorry, before I do, Andre, have you got any more anything more to say about uh, Fraser Forster? Uh, no, no. Brilliant. So yeah, going on to sort of the Southampton, sort of how they how they concede every sort of game. Um, if you look at their games recently, they played against Coventry, lost to one two one. Played Man City one one again, not keeping a clean sheet. Against Wolves, they lost three one, leaking three goals. They then beat Brentford four one, but again conceded. Uh, they then. <laughs> beat Swansea 3-2 so again conceded then they drew with us 1-0 then <laughs> they won against West Ham 3-2 again conceding 2-0 against Palace conceded 3-0 against Arsenal loss conceded 1-0 against Brighton conceded 2-0 against Leicester conceded 4-0 against Liverpool conceded 2-1 against Norwich conceded and then the last time they got a clean sheet was all the way back in 2021, November the 5th, where they won 1-0 against Villa. And that was when Villa was struggling. That was Villa under, you know, a completely different manager, obviously not under Steven Gerrard. So basically what I'm selling you is Southampton haven't kept a clean sheet for 13 matches. That's 13 matches with no clean sheet, either conceding one, two, three or four goals within a game. If we don't score against these guys, there's something seriously up. I need to touch some wood now before I curse it. But yeah, like Andre, that is absolutely staggering. The fact that they have literally not, not um, kept a clean sheet for 13 games. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's astounding. But at the same time, it's not like they have the best players either. So well, what we pointed out were some key players, but... As you can see, you know, it's one center mid here, one striker there, and none of them have like crazy amount of uh, goals either. Mm. So, it, it, you know, well, we'll see what happens. Kane and Son just need to do the job uh, up front. And as long as everyone does their job, we'll be fine. So I don't really yeah. see much issue here. Kane, the long shot here saying we'll score four. I hope so, but not yeah, the do you know what? We, we get the score predictions at the end from everyone. But guys, pop your score predictions in now and we'll obviously get them up on stream and discuss that in about two minutes time. But I just want to get through to some of the stats actually against Southampton. So without reading them all off again, in the last five meetings with Southampton, no, last seven meetings with Southampton, right? We have what at home, at home. So only home games. We've won 2-1. We've won 3-2. We've won 2-1. 3-1, 5-2 win, 2-1 win, and then a 2-1 loss in 2016. So in our last seven matches, both teams have scored in every single match, and we have won six of those matches by um, us scoring and them scoring. So what I'm saying is this should be a goal fest, right, Andre? I hope so. I'm still remembering that uh, that match we had, I think, during the Mourinho era where we scored, I think, five on them. That was five, a two. Yeah, no, that was a great game. Oh, I think that was an away game, actually. You throw me off there. But um yeah, Well either was... way, either way, I always whenever I watch a Southampton game, we always have goals in us. So Yeah, I mean be... you're spot on. Yeah, that was the five two where we had two disallowed goals from Kane and we still ended up scoring with Son scoring four goals actually that day and and Kane getting the assist, I believe. Oh yeah, on every single goal that Son scored, four assists. All set up by Kane, and no wonder that was driven by the stats of that perfect duo. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just an absolute goal fest. And I actually predicted three nil on another podcast. I'm kicking things off, Andre. I'm saying three nil because I just don't think we're gonna. No, sorry, sorry. 
I said 3-0, and I'm actually thinking 3-1 now because just because of the, how the trend's going, like every single game in the last seven games, both teams have scored. I'm saying 3-1 Spurs, and we'll probably concede some silly goal that we shouldn't. But I'm saying 3-1. I know I've changed my prediction from 3-0 on another podcast last night. But 3-1, 3-1. Where are you going? No, same thing. I'm sticking to what I said yesterday, which is 3-1. Yeah, it'll probably be three 0 now. I've changed my mind, but you know that is unbelievable. Uh, Bobby K said three uh, 0 which is my original prediction. Bobby K, I think that's a good shout. Three one says an army. Our home advantage is massive. It's been a fortress ever since we got Conte. Yeah, spot on, spot on. Derek's going for a four one. Yeah, I like the optimism there. I like the optimism of four goals. I really do, really do. I could see that as well. I really could. Uh, if we're in the mood to score, we're in the mood to score. You know, we're in the mood to score. Uh, SOF says take advantage of their high line. Kane feeding Son. I think we could see a Kane Son link up again. I mean, the fact you just reminded me of that get, uh, that game, Kane assisting Son four goals. That was absolutely, you know, class stuff. Really was. Um, yeah. So we're going. You're going three one. I'm going three one. And we did agree on the score last time, and we were very close. I think we agreed on a. Did we say a two one Spurs last time, and it was three one? So yeah. So, so maybe Kane the long shot got that one right. Kane the long shot, big yourself up, and Ellie that came on our uh, on our uh, fan phone and also got that spot on, and so did uh, yeah Nick from from uh, Kane the long shot. So yeah, absolutely amazing stuff. And uh, oh, we've even got some more uh, scores coming in here. Kane the long shot going with a four one. So maybe four one's the one to uh, maybe go with guys because uh, Kane the long shot's on a one out of one record here. Andy's going for a 5-0. Wow, I love your optimism, Andy. I really do. That is that is great stuff. And a Sonny hat-trick, you know. Maybe maybe get your money on that. That that, that seems like it could be an unbelievable stu- uh, unbelievable one. You guys said 3-1 last time, I think. I remember saying the same thing. Oh, oh maybe, Andre, we did get it right. Maybe we yeah. did get it right. Maybe we're underselling ourselves. Maybe we are actual geniuses. Maybe, yeah, because I do remember agreeing with Nick and saying maybe we're all going to get it right or wrong. But... Um, Mate, we'll have oh, to watch the dates back, yeah, but uh, Ayanami knows our predictions better than us. That's embarrassing, isn't it, Andre? <laughs> Proves how much this guy's in our stream. So big yourself up, Ayanami. And, and oh, shout out to a lot of you guys that have been in there recently. I mean, it really does mean a lot, all the loyal support. you got, obviously, Kane, Bobby Gay joining regularly, Ayanami joining every single stream. Uh, who else have we got in here? Sid Ant's always in here. Derek's always in here. Andy's always in here. It's just great. SOF, every single time I see SOF in here. Um yeah, honestly, guys, we, we really do love the support and we really appreciate you guys stopping by. Like, we know that you guys have, everyone has busy lives and the fact that we can stream to you guys, like, pretty much every day, it really does mean a lot. And, um, yeah, we're just we're just excited for the journey towards 1K. I mean, we're nearly on 600 subs. If you are live, there's 20 of you watching. We are three, no, four subscribers away from 600. Can we hit that tonight? Can we do that? And, uh, obviously, tomorrow... Make sure you find us on the Spurs review of the Southampton game live after the game. Andre, we'll see them there, won't we? Well, 100%. And hopefully we're discussing another win. But um, guys, make sure if you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new. And also, fan uh, fan phone in Friday, on Friday. We did the first one last week. It was an absolute success. Everyone seemed to love it. Um, we got a couple of great guests on. So if you guys want to express your views on Spurs, this is the chance to do so. You can literally come on this stream with us and discuss everything around Spurs. Not for too long, but also it gives you the time to get your stuff off your chest. Maybe 10, 15 minutes each person. And uh, Andre, we absolutely love talking to the guys, don't we? 100%. We want to hear your thoughts. 
spot on and we've also got loads of stuff planned as well so quizzes like i said keep an eye on the community section guys um that's absolutely everything today like kane's just said like and subscribe hit that like button press the like if you're non-violent absolutely and um we're talking about the summer window uh, in a few videos time or andy so uh stay tuned for that guys it's been spurs related enjoy the game tomorrow and we'll see you for the review andre thanks for joining me see you later come on you spurs Thanks,